in a world full of straight people. Aren't you glad there's WOW Presents Plus, the number one place in the world to see Drag Race? And so much more. Subscribe to WOW Presents Plus. Still only $4.99. Subscribe today as streamed on TV. Hello kings and queens and in-between sinner saints, I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another cultural analysis episode of Yash Jesus. I'm Danny Franzese and as always, I'm here with my bestie. Hey, it's Azariah Southworth. You get mo of me. <laughs> don't worry. Here at Yash Jesus, we believe God hearts you. Yes, God is making that heart shape with those godly hands. And, and we, we heart, heart you, you too. too. Oh my God, it's like we're on the same wavelength. It's so, <laughs> the, the vibes are vibing. We have Mo Hart on the show today. I'm very excited about that. Uh, first, we have the praise report and prayer request. This is where if you have a little something extra that you want to ask us for, if something's weighing heavy on you, let us know. We'll add it to our prayers and our listeners will pray along with us for you. And if you have a little something you want to hallelujah about, let us know and we'll make a praise report and we'll air it on the air as well and just praise along with you. So here we go. Azzy, we're starting out with a prayer request. Yeah, before we get to the prayer request, I say that we change the name of this segment to what Simler calls praise and rage. So I motion that vote. Do I have a second? No? Okay. All right. Well, our no, prayer request <laughs> comes to us from Jesse. Jesse sent in a request that we pray for his friend, Will. Will had surgery on his abdomen and is now in the recovery phase. So prayers for healing, patient strength, and everything someone needs when recovering from surgery. And we're also going to pray, uh, throw in prayers for the caregivers because um, that takes a lot of work yes. and a lot of love as well. So uh, we will be praying for Will as well as the caregivers. We're praying for you, Will. Will, we definitely have you in prayer, and we're so happy that you have someone like Jesse with you to uh, pray your surgery through. Um, we're here for you. We also have a praise report, and this is from Jay. As he, Jay says, I found your podcast, and it's been such a blessing for me. For years, I've struggled with my faith and my queerness, constantly trying to figure out which one to choose. I stayed so far away from the church that hearing anything religious made me uncomfortable because I felt like I couldn't have faith mm -hmm. and be gay. And hearing your podcast has given me the courage to have a relationship with God. I don't believe he ever left my side, but I know I left him. And it's comforting to know that I don't have to choose between him and myself. It's truly amazing to hear something that isn't condemning when it comes to being queer. Thank you so much. Jay, we feel you. Uh, that is one of the reasons why we are here all the time. Um, it's beautiful to know that God loves you. Our guest you. today feels you too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stay tuned for Mohart, uh, legendary Mohart, right after this break. This is Mohart, and you are listening to Yas Jesus. Welcome back to Yes Jesus. We are here with the scripture of the day. Azzy, what is it? It comes to us from Matthew 6, 21. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Oh, and we have some breaking queer Christian news for you because we are joined by the fabulous Mo Hart. You should know Mo from Amazon Music. She does gender-defined drag art and music with a sly mustache and big heart. And here's the Yes Jesus twist. Mo Hart 
was deep in ministry. Deep girl. Now I I saw this video that they released recently on social media on the social medias where they were talking about their Christian past, their fabulous present, and the lingering sense of internalized homophobia and conflict that comes from triggering Christian messages. Oof, this is great. I'm getting nineties talk show vibes. Well, that's what makes Mohart the perfect guest for a show like Yash Jesus. Please welcome to the show Mohart. Yay! Oh, I am so, I have been dying. This is like, I mean, just dying to get you here on this show. Are you like I, I really want to get right into this because you put up this video recently and you said it might be your most vulnerable moment publicly. And you know, I think vulnerability is dope and amazing. And what made you feel like you wanted to share this with the world? And tell us what was in that video for those that didn't see it. Um, who? So I made a video recently um, about my struggling with uh, the gay, uh, as we used to call it back in the early 2000s. Um, <laughs> and the, I guess the shame of the, the, yeah, the shame of dealing with that after coming out over these years and being a queer icon, um, legendary icon that I am. So I, the reason I did it, um, working on building my social media and just um, vulnerability is probably the best thing of any kind of content creator or artist that you can give to your fans or followers. And so I was just like, a lot of shit that is going on right now, or a lot of things that are going on right now, I really don't give to you know, nickels about. I couldn't talk to the fandom about drag race. I really couldn't talk to them about like pop culture and what's really going on because I'm just kind of like out of it. Um, really not plugged in. And I think that is partly because of my time in full-time ministry. We were like off the grid, like crazy radical for the Lord. We barely watched television. If we did watch a movie, it was like Braveheart, William Wallace, you know, the champion Blase blah. Um, very kind of Kimmy Schmidt in ways. Um, mm-hmm. Thank God uh, that we're not there anymore. But just to kind of speak about that and just kind of invite them in. And then I was just like, RuPaul said your vulnerability and your sensitivity is like your super, your super strength or your power. And I was just like, I can't be the only one who feels this. So then I had wrote it out. And then I had like a few different like video concept ideas and I just kept hearing the Holy Spirit is my best friend so I just kept hearing uh, you should do this one you should do this one you should and I was like no I don't want to be that raw and vulnerable you should do this one you should do this one so I just said okay I'm gonna do it and I stayed up I've been trying to like post at six o'clock in the morning so I can get that east coast time Mm. Um, so I like stayed up till like one just getting everything done and then up to like three editing and everything and then like two hours of sleep popped back up at six and uploaded it and it just kind of took off and i was just like Uh-oh. oh my god isn't it always, <laughs> isn't it always yeah. when you're the most and then you're like should i have done this you have that regret I, yeah like- i really wanted to like let's go archive this immediately um you know, I did a Christian dating show called um, RuPaul's Drags, uh, where you get up there and you meet uh, the man who has a master plan and says, peace be still and the ocean and the waves subside. Um, no, I did the show mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, RuPaul mm-hmm. told me that, um, you know, my strength is my vulnerability and I have this big guarded wall up. And so I was just like, let me pull that down 
And I've had people, because of this show, um, talk to me about, like, you're a gay Christian. And I'm like, ah, keep me far away from that foolishness. No, ma'am. But I do come in with the Holy Spirit. And so people will message me, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, non, no, like, no response, unseen. Like, I see it, but I'm not responding. Because I don't have answers, or you know what I mean? And I felt, right. um, even when I used to do my little Monday devotionals on my social media, like, there comes that question or whatever that I don't have an answer for and I feel like I know how to wrestle with the Lord and kind of be in that place but I don't know how to tell you know someone mm-hmm. else that 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 paradigm of like Jacob Jacob said I'm not gonna let you go until you bless me type of thing and then also to have a paradigm and the mind that first he loves you right and desires you and all of these things and so from that place then talking to him about the queerness I didn't necessarily at that time have language to say that. So I just never. So this is the first time I was open and the the floodgates have just opened up and I'm just like, okay, you know, truthfully, I was trying to find my niche. Like, what do I speak about? Um, and I've kind of ran from talking about the Lord, not the Lord, but just the gay and the Lord. Um, just cause I don't know how to like people say, well, how do you deal with it? Um, Baby, he said what he said. So I just deal in the truth of they said homosexuals don't get in. They also said liars don't get in. So I'm. how about I just tell the truth, stay under the blood and just let him let his sacrifice do the rest of the work. Baby, <laughs> I'm going to just do that. That's how I look at it. Um, and I see great uh-huh. freedom and joy and truth in that. That works for me. I look at my life and I go, Holy Spirit, I surely don't see the devil out here blessing people like this, especially when I at least people or me am communing with the Lord. Like I'm like, I wake up, honey, before I roll out of bed to go pee, I'm like, Ooh, good morning, Holy Spirit. How are you? Bless you. That, you know what I mean? So to be mm-hmm. in this place where you're, it's just out there. Now I had people say, I'm, I'm not even a Christian and I've, I, I still struggle. And I was like, Oh wow. So it's just so much bigger than you, which is the blessing. A lot of what we discovered on the show, because we unpack a lot of church hurt here, you know, but there is like, you know, um, if whether you're aware or not, the documentary 1946 that's gaining popularity right yeah. now, that's growing, that shows that the word homosexual was only added in 1946. The fact that we've uh, we've sh- shed some light on some queer tales that are in the Bible, such as David and Jonathan and Joseph and his uh, Ketanit Pasim, the the Technicolor Dreamcoat, which was actually a princess dress. Joseph was potentially a genderqueer person of color. And, you know, these stories are not framed to us this way. They're gatekeeped from us. They're politicized. And they are backed with real estate money and a lot of other things that don't have to do with God's word. And, you know, and I know uh, I identify as... A, a Christian agnostic, I say, in a way that I follow the teachings of Christ, but I don't think I know the whole answer to every single thing. And I don't think that I could trust men to write down every single thing that God says and get it right. I can't even get someone to pick up my dry cleaning correctly. Like I, so to me, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to ask questions. That's exactly what I want to talk about. When we're on here, we say we don't Bible study, we Bible wonder. Like, and I want to be here with you in this moment as a, as a sibling, as a, a queer icon to queer icon, <laughs> like just to be able to be like, I 
feel you so hard in this moment, Mo. Like, and, and I want you to be able to have the freedom to ask those questions with us because the vulnerability is really what it is. When, you know, like us being able to shine our light on, on uh, like, it's a prismatic light too that hits the darkest little corners when we talk about the intersectionality of Christianity and queerness. Like, there's little dark corners that no one ever speaks upon this. This whole entire show was created based on the fact that during Pulse, I couldn't find one prayer for queer people. And then now amongst mm. all of this vitriol that people have for the drag community right now, who's praying for them? You know, and we have over 200 drag prayers saved up to give out to people. So it's like from mm. drag queens around the world. And our point is just like, let's ask these questions in communion with the Holy Spirit. Let's ask these questions in communion with our queerness and our complete lust-filled sexuality that was created due to our conditions of, of being um, ostracized and condemned all these years that we had to hide our sex in dark corners. And now that we like it in a dark corner, you're mad. Like my whole point is just like, I, you, you shine a light on this earth and to see you have a shadow. I know we all do. It really hit my heart, Mo, because like, I know like that you're anointed and I know that the message that you have is going to help people. And when you find yourself through this journey, I struggled playing one of the most famous gay teenage teenagers ever in the world and kissing a girl on the red carpet at the premiere and being closeted for 10 years after that, trying to run mm -hmm. away from it just so I could make sure that I could play other characters and be able to afford mm -hmm. a money to buy my mom a house one day. But guess what? Mm -hmm. My mama's got a house right now. What I want is a partner. What I want is a partner that I could pray with. I need to be out there saying that I believe these things and I feel these things so I could shelter other people and be able to reach out to them and feel that same way. Um, your journey is like, I, like extremely interesting to me as an artist, period, from the different name changes. I watched you on other podcasts talk about that, but we don't have to get into any of your your past, because I know a lot of that at this moment might feel dead named to you or dead quoted to you or all of the other things that that helped you get to a certain place. But but I do feel like you're, you won't even stop at Mo Hart. I feel like you're gonna evolve consistently because that's the kind of person you are. I see you drawing from all of your life experience and it's really rich. And I think that comes from God. I, I can receive that. Um, you know, I changed my name for a plethora of reasons. Uh, I, I never wanted to actually be a drag queen. So that was never like an intent to do i think god through dragging my how dare you be so good at it how dare you be so good at it? that part <laughs> that part um i think he threw it in my lap to because he had a plan and a purpose and a vision that is bigger than anything i um but you know the name was monique at the time and as truthfully as i just started to lose weight and work out and get more fit i just stopped identifying with this hyper film person um and then just started feeling more settled in just being a black queer man and wanted to express queerness from that perspective and not from a hyper yes mama yeah, 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 the performative you know what i mean it's just one note if that makes any sense and so i just wanted to be more of i guess the queer person that it, you know i grew up watching rupaul but he was still very you know distant in a way i mean you had to like dial up search google images or yahoo images of him back in the day which were only like i think 12 images and i was studying those images looking at them um 
to you know what I mean like who is that queer person that queer brother that's like a butch queen he's very much a dude but he got a little sugar and very much that and 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 you know letting my artistry and everything develop from that place I feel like as a queer person that you know cross dresses for Jesus um I feel freer and less like I'm trying to do I'm trying to be somebody else or be one of the ones, you know? Um, and we have so many of the ones right now on season like 16, 17, not including the internationals. It's just so much that I just want it to be an individual. Um, and as you can identify the struggle of, um, you know, you said Mean Girls was what, 16 years ago? 20. 20. I, I made you younger. Um, the, so you know, 20 years ago, <laughs> You know, but 20 years ago, they're still running up to you and going, well, you know, this. And I go, baby, we've done other stuff. There's so much more to the story, so much more that you want to say. Like you just said, you want to talk to about the queerness, about your queerness and about your faith and, and finding a partner. And that why cannot like why isn't that part now celebrated as the fans like they they fell in love with you in that place. Um, fall in love in this place because this is the real me. And so I just. I don't think you ever lose it though. To be fair, yeah, I don't think you ever lose it. To be fair, I think I think of it as pillars, you know, like in the Coliseum. Just like it's like a pillar of your career is that, you know, and then it's up to you to create Correct. other pillars. Yeah, you well, know, and, that is and, the main thing. You have to. It is. It is. I mean, they will always remember you by what you first did and what's the thing in industry you're only as hot as the last thing you did. So, I mean, I. But get I also that, have stand-up fans who have never seen Mean Girls. You know, like it depends. Or, or Here you fans go. I have fans from yeah, the like, walk-in, and then you'll get somebody random, and you're like, "Drag Race," and you go, "Girl, I just interviewed Dolly Parton. Why are you talking to me about RuPaul?" You know what I mean? The like thing is, the, the thing I don't want you to be upset about. Like, I don't know if I can shake you of it, but it's like, are, are you? Is Elizabeth Taylor gonna get upset when someone compliments her old diamond earrings? They're still gigantic diamonds. Like, that's a diamond of your no, life. No, but they like, respect and, her. Yeah. No, but the the difference is she is not perceived as a caricature. She is not just a one note. She is received as white diamonds, this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? So if you're talking about white I diamonds, I absolutely love diamonds. her. You know, I, I'm an ambassador for Elizabeth Taylor AIDS Foundation. She's one of my life activism heroes but she was looked at a character for a lot of her life. Like she was tabloid fodder. They tore her apart. You know, I'm just saying like And did she um, want that? No. No, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's where you just like, I don't want it. I can understand. I totally receive yeah, it. I feel you. I, like I, I said, that. it's a blessing. It is a blessing. And here you go. If you come up to me and talk to me, okay, acknowledge it and move on. Because I will walk away from you or just give you a thank you and, <laughs> you know, encourage you to move on. Like, don't talk to me, but don't. Because you want to continue. Like, okay, oh, girl, you should have won. What's the best okay. way for a fan to, appro to approach you if they were going to approach you? Me? Yeah, uh, I'm curious. Dependent on the facial expression that I'm making that day, <laughs> six feet, to be perfectly honest, six feet. Well, I'm not. I am feet. an introvert. I'm not. You know, people mistake my big personality on camera to how I am in the streets. And I think in my youth, I was very much the same. But being famous and you don't know who they are. They know you. And they just people nowadays just roll up on you like they know. Don't roll up on me. Yeah, baby. I they're calling first. it a, a, a parasocial parasocial relationship where people feel like they know you because they listen to your podcast or they met or they watch your show or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting. 
it is. You know what I mean? Here you go. I'm getting allegedly, you know, my fans today are upset because of the whole parasocial. You look at somebody and you make a, a, a judgment, this, that, and the third. And you're just like, that may not be the truth, but that's just what it is. So here you go. I, if you approach me, say, hello, how are you? You know, cute outfit, wonderful. I loved your work. Okay, great. And then I'm going to engage with you, cute outfit. And then we can go from there, you know. But if you just want to only talk to me, generally what it is is people only want to talk to me about Drag Race. So you you don't see me, you know what I mean? We this this isn't about a conversation and us sharing and oh you know did you see the new at least the new season and da 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 and carrying on the you want to just also do people come up and talk up? to you? <laughs> yeah, true, right? <laughs> Especially at a gig. I know people don't know how to act sometimes. But Not even in a gig. What, I do, don't even perform anymore. I just but like if I go out don't? to support someone, I no girl work on television. Wow. Well, Mo, I want to talk to you. I, I want to talk to you about the Lord and ministry, if that's okay. Because true, 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 true. this is yeah, this is where awesome. this is where I feel. If I'm correct, I'm pretty sure we're cut from the same cloth. You, your years in ministry were with IHOP, which is International House of Prayer. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, they're under some scandal right now, yeah. so I don't want to bring them up at all. Honey, yeah, I know. Um, I, I grew up in that world. I was more of a consumer of all things IHOP, Misty Edwards, Mike Bickle, mm. Lou Engle, all of it, you know? Um, and I had friends that went to IHOP and um, were immersed in their internship, you know, and, and going into ministry that way. So I understand the depth of it. And so I'm curious because I, I know that that has framed a lot of where you're at now. Yeah, I wonder how much of that framework you still carry or where you're at now, I guess, is where is what I'm trying to ask. That's a cat. I thought he had a black glove. Ah. Just I did too. I was like, is he wearing like, like a what big What the hell is glove? this? I was, like, well, I was like, is that an even? He was like, so Mo. Yeah, it was. I was like, why does he have a black <laughs> velvet glove on? I was like, what is that? Okay. Just tell me about Jesus. I said, I'm gay, but this is the homosexual in the group. I know. I was like, let me open my sequence. So, Mo, just tell me more about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> stop. 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 <laughs> <laughs> As we maybe frame that question again so we can get... So my friends that came from IHOP and uh, went through it, I know their journey and I know how much it took to deconstruct and to unlearn a lot of the BS. Where where are you at with, you know, with how, how you approach Jesus today? Yeah, I don't associate with anything evangelical or Christian. I do not associate with the name Jesus because that was the name that the Greeks gave him. So I want mm-hmm. to go back to the original name, which is Yehoshua. Um, mm-hmm. I also, um, also knowing that there is power in the name, then why would we Come use, on. you know what I mean? Like another one, you know, if your name mm-hmm. is... I, like in Spanish, you know how they would give you a different name. My name was Alejandro. You know what I mean? Like that was the name that I you know, I was given in my Spanish class. But, you know, so for me, that is so that is who I pray 
if I'm calling on the name, you know, if you get those night terrors or those night parallel, you know, uh, night paralyzations, you know, mm-hmm. little demons messing with you at night, <laughs> baby, that's right, the name right, I'm right. calling out. And then whoosh, it's gone. Okay. <laughs> Let everything tremble at the name. Okay. Right. Um, also, right. what he says, I come in my father's name, but another comes in their name and you believe them. So oop, that was the key right there. Um, mm. I just mm. abide with the Holy Spirit. I mean, a lot, I think for me, I think as far as the system and coming out was probably dealt in those first years because I came out so quickly and started in drag. I think I came out, I started hair school in September. I think I was done in like the ministry world. I think the maybe a month before that, um, I think like in August started hair school in September. I think I came out, we started going out to the gay bars in November. I think I was out officially by March, May, I started drag that following October. Um, wow. So it was just really, really quickly the way I got in drag, they handed me a check. Um, and before they went and before they handed me a check, I went into Hamburger Mary's to go like stock the deck, the outside deck. And as I was going upstairs, I heard if you get in the drag, you're going to become a woman and I'm going to curse you or something like that. And it was just the way it was like, God was like the voice, not God, but the voice was just barking at me. And then I went, they handed right. me a check the, and said, go that, get what that, you need that. Yeah. I wouldn't even say it's the Holy spirit to me. I'm going to say, because I can say, I'm just going to say an accusatory verse. Right. Because sometimes yeah, we yeah. can accuse ourselves and then sometimes we have outside forces. So I don't know which one it could have been mm-hmm. my own fear, mm-hmm. but whatever. Um, I went home, had a dream. And in the dream, I felt, it, it it was like a version of God barking at me. And I woke up from the dream and I said, Holy spirit, you have never in my whole life spoke to me like that. And I have done some shit and you, <laughs> you know, like he's never. So I go, why would you start today? Um, and I went into work that same day. They handed me a check and I said, well, Holy spirit, if I wasn't supposed to do this, why they give me money? And then I did. And my career took off. And so I think a lot of my wrestle was in that early stage. But then at the same time, like I would be styling a wig or like doing my makeup. I would never forget. I was in my studio apartment one time doing my makeup. I was doing an orange, blue and yellow eye and I'm doing my makeup. And as clear as I'm looking in the mirror, I hear, what are you doing? And I go, I'm doing my makeup. And I go, I know. And I go, hmm. okay, well, let me mm-hmm. go back to my years, my years of training. If it is something that I would have not said to myself that is affirming my heart to go closer to the father, then it must be the father. And I said, okay. And then I just kept having different experiences like that. Um, I had one back in the prayer room where I went at a moment's breakdown, just trying to encounter the Lord. And I got Isaiah 40. 519 um, 4915 which says like can the mother forget the son of her womb surely she may not forget surely she may forget but uh, I've engraved your name upon the palm of my hand and he says I know exactly where you are and whose you are you belong to me so a lot of that kind of uh, I think some of the bullshit that still lingers is Holy Spirit, like my gifting is very prophetic. So I felt like a prophet that was supposed to like sit on the hill, but not be involved. Like I could be gay, but I couldn't like Mm -hmm. be gay, gay. And as far as like have a relationship, like I can twirl around and drag and like, woo, 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 woo. But I felt like 
he would keep me from that. Um, and and it wasn't up until recently that I just kind of talked to him about it. And I was like, Holy Spirit, I've been praying for a partner for a long time and you didn't give me that. You gave me a career, which I'm thankful for because I would rather be, you know, lonely and paid, eating steak than oh, in love, broken amen. in the street. So... If we you tell know, I thank God that, <laughs> Amen, right? So, and I thank God. I look at the dudes that I wanted to get with, and I was like, you were cute 10 years ago. Like, you let yourself go. <laughs> um, and just, you know, like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? I was in a really dark, horrible place just looking for someone to love me. Now I go, Holy Spirit, is this for me? Do you have that for me as I get older? I get a little bit more set in my ways. I don't know if I want somebody in my house. I need to have money so you can have the West Wing, very Oprah and Stedman. You live in the back house. Like, <laughs> oh, I always I say I'll never live with the guy again, ever. Like, honestly, like, the only way I'll live with him is if I move into his mansion and I'm Carrie Bradshaw and keeping my apartment. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I'll move into your mansion. I still need the West my... Wing. I need my place. I still I need, need the West Wing. Girl, I like I want to, you know, c come cuddle in bed with you, lovely snuggles, and then when the sheets is warm, it's time for me to go to my cold bed. Lovely. Uh -uh. <laughs> I like to sleep with the fan on. You know, I like to sleep spread eagle and my California king. Okay, legs yeah. spread wide. Okay, <laughs> comfortable. Now, and anytime I have had like company stay the night, I don't sleep well because I'm like this, like just not trying to move too much, hoping I'm not snoring. Uh-uh, keep your Same. ass over there. Oh so my because of those things, I just go, Holy Spirit, is this is this what you want for me? I look at myself as a Joseph. Um, I can look at the prophetic words in my life and I go, okay, Holy Spirit, you put me here in the, in the castle, in the kingdom um, for a reason I don't fully know yet. But, you know, Joseph, here you go. Joseph at the time thought, you know, when he had those visions and dream as a child that he was going to be king and this, that, and the third, and I'm going to be the biggest vision in the room, da, 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 da. And that was not the intention. That was not the plan. The plan was for him to be there so that way when the famine came, the 12 tribes and everybody else would be covered. So I go, Holy Spirit, why am I here in Hollywood? For what reason? What am I supposed to be doing? Um, and since there isn't anyone, I just wrestle with like is that for me do you have that for me do you have someone set aside is that here you go if it's not here you go some people i listen to some people some other queer people and they go like i just don't think I'll, i like a relationships for me and i just go some of that like rings very true and the part the part back here is is it the lord is it not when i first came out i was very like I need them to, here you go. I don't think I could date someone new age. No shade to the people who are listening that are. I just need to know who the source is. And if you're talking to a different source than me, then I just, I don't, it just don't make my spirit have peace. You know what I mean? Very, very I bad. feel, I feel um, the same way and it's unfortunate. I do feel the same way. That no energy, shade. I've had like people go, like come up. Same, I, I, I think everyone should worship and, and enjoy whatever they want to do and I have respect but when it comes to my home and how my spirit sits like I've had you know people walk up to me and like flick across on my chest and be like what's that and I'm like oh well you just that was it like now I can't okay. even ask your you day even... uh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> like you ruined uh, it <laughs> like, the uh very and I, I get it you know in other spiritualities or cultures or whatever you know queerness isn't an issue so people find peace for them 
Um, I'm going to just be dead honest, honey. I'm the ultimate. I like, like filet mignon. I want the best. And one thing, this is how I know in my eyes when I read scripture, I go, oh, God totally made queer people in the sheer sense of this. Like, God is the ultimate. He says that he wraps himself in a garment of light. Dolce and Gabbana can't do that. Okay, Margello can't do that. Okay, he wraps himself in a garment of light. Sit the girls down, okay? He says, I sit in glory, okay? That is the extreme VIP. Yes. Exclusive. Do you know where the gates of heaven are? Can you get in, darling? No, you cannot. Honey, he is kind. Do you know where the inner court is? That part. Kind. He is that girl. He says, check my resume. Yes. Like, he don't even argue with people. And they That's be like, right. oh, your God right. isn't real. What does scripture right. say? People say, oh, where's your God? Scripture says, our God is in heaven and does what he please. Why? You can't check him. He's, baby, I'm not faced by you. With a capital H-E, so- which is its own pronoun. His own pronoun that is genderless. Like, yeah, like I mean, yeah, really, I- like, they all say, oh, Jesus was asexual or, you know, okay, then that, okay, I, if that's the case. I can't see when people start pardon- doing... Look, part of the I rainbow. Can't, this is my look. My issue is when I can't take when they try to make like, yes, he was fully man and fully God, but then I feel like they start trying to make him uh, like, okay, wait a minute, just I can't because now I sometimes feel like you making a God in your own image. You know what An I mean? Idol. I would just and yeah, like oh, this is my queer version of Jesus. This is my understanding. Like. We didn't see none of that, so why are we adding those attributes to him just so you feel? Um, um, no, I'm I, saying I, I, I'm I, saying their claim. I'm not I'm saying, saying that you claim. are. I'm just no, saying. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying I have gone to a but few services <laughs> of the. But the, here's the, the here's the thing. Here's the thing. How is how is water when we put it in a cup? How is light when it bounces off of refracting <laughs> situations? Like, I mean, God is malleable, and I truly feel like I want the perspective that serves my soul. I want the perspective that makes me live a godly life, that makes me live a life that I can be proud of. And I think we're all entitled to a perspective. I think that the Bible is a reflective text. Like if you are relying on a spiritual leader to just read stuff for you and tell you what's going on instead of having a relationship with- Correct. With some, with, with, or on a higher vibration, I think it's a level of enlightenment. I love how you talk about your relationship with the Holy Spirit. And I wanted to invite you to talk about how those who may be listening can become more sensitive to the Spirit and uh, listen to the Spirit um, so what would you say uh, to practice that and, and to grow the relationship with the Holy Spirit? Um, I don't know, to be perfectly honest. Like, I could, guess we can say <laughs> the things that we did in church where you just sit out before and just lay your hands. Just let, you know, just open up your hands like you're going to receive a gift and he's just going to blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Right. Like, I, like, I met God on my mama's knee. So, like, he has always been uh, right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, you know, here you go. I would say a lot. Here you go. The Holy Spirit is with all of us, right? Does he abide in two different things, two different things. Okay. So abiding in and around, he is God. So he is always there. I do believe that he's always speaking to us. We have the choice whether we choose not to listen or not. You know what I mean? We'll we'll hear, you'll hear secular people go, oh my gosh, da da da. And I just heard something say, and so I didn't. And then boom, there was a car accident and I just missed it. God is real. Like, you know what I mean? Like that is the Holy Spirit to me. Um, and I just think the more that we engage with him, them, you know, for the people that want to get extra. I'm going to take it right from, I'm going to take it up. 
I'm gonna take it up from right where you are and say the, the I think the way to seek a true relationship with the, with God and higher power is gratitude. Like I think when the, you miss the car accident, thank God. Like I think when you have a gratitude, like I think that's when all of a sudden it start you start to find out the things to be grateful for. You it just appears they were always there. You know I've used that car analogy of like when you see a new car. You, you've the, the, all of a sudden you see it in red or you see it over there, you know, an older model, but the car's always been there, but you didn't notice it till you got the car. Like when you get the enlightenment, it starts showing up. So just living in a state of gratitude, right? I'm not asking anybody to change their life or anything else. I'm just saying, try to focus on gratitude a little more. I mean, we were like, I, I'm just so surprised at all the negativity that's out there. I was talking this, it was on Halloween. I was having this conversation with this guy and like, I was just talking about this on another podcast, but I was like talking to this guy on Halloween and just like, he was like, look at that person's costume and look at how they look and look at blah, blah. I'm like, I'm just like a Care Bear right now. Like, what part of Tend to Heart Bear don't you understand? Like, I don't want to be hearing about the movie you didn't like or the person that you think looks ugly. Like, tell me who you like. Tell me what movie was good. It's like- our dysfunction. It's our brokenness. And it's so easy to, you know, blah, blah. And just, you know, it, it is just, it is just so there, you know, I think scripture says that what the queer fandom, as you know, is disgusting. Like they tore apart the show looking that I was on an HBO tore it apart historically. Like it was being hate tweeted. It was being ripped up. And now it's a 10 year anniversary and everyone's like, this is the best show ever. I miss it. I love it. It's like all the, you know what I'm saying? Because the haters have all subsided. Like, you know, because they were just talking smack at, during the time. I think, look, I. this is why it's important that you make things like that you're making, like your music, like the video that you made. I love that that in the video that you make this journey from being vulnerable and triggered to a bold affirmation of yourself. Mohart, you are enough and God loves you and it is so good to see. I think it's truly like abiding in the vine <laughs> so you can produce much fruit. Um, and I also think we are bad judges of fruit because we cannot see ourselves. And so we therefore compare and look or, you know, Holy Spirit, why did you bless them like this? Why did they get this? Why did they get that? And he's like, comparison is the death of joy. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have a gold mine and. If you don't know what you're carrying, you know, that's all that is when people are like, oh, like, I didn't like that. You know, it's one thing to be like, do you know the red and the and the green just really didn't compliment? It's really not giving the body. It's not it's not saying nothing. That's different from being like, you just look a man. Da, 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 da. It's it's the heart posture. It's 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 what's you know he says it's not what co- what you put in that defiles the body, but it's what comes out right. So I just think really think that once again, if we abide more in the vine, I find in my own life when I abide more in the vine, I am a more understanding i'm not gonna say patient because that's a lot but i'm a little bit more understanding i can at least one two three woosa myself and go okay holy spirit what's the outside perspective let me calm my raggedy ass down and not you know what i mean like to really kind of grow up and go oh you know what this is what this is okay holy spirit thank you for growing me up look at you or you know i asked the question two days ago and the holy spirit pops up boom and answers the question you're like okay thank you you know so it is just truly i think the desire once again i i I say like god is the standard you know what i mean and it is he said baby i want you to be pure and spotless okay and now you got your whole life your whole life until i return to get there done and it is day by day step by step and abiding in the vine talking to him communing with him your old response of me just wanting to bite your head off and just cuss you out like 
the visceralness just coming you go i don't want to be that you know what i mean i don't want to and what it is is he's calling you higher he's calling you better he's refining you he's making you new all of these wonderful things and i think at least for me also the older i get and the more like you just really get to see perspective and you go yeah holy spirit okay I, l- l- grow me up change my mind change my heart it's a little dysfunctional i i have my trash moments holy spirit I, i'm trash okay you know it and you're not you, you you're not you're not offended you're not you're not afraid of it thank you um that i mean that is truly truly like it i think tying in what you said about like trying to get closer to the holy spirit i think the first is just a desire and then do you know heidi baker oh yeah are you yeah, familiar yeah. with Okay. Heidi Baker, she had this one. um, (laughs) Heidi Baker is this crazy white lady um, from Mozambique um, who (laughs) was a part of this crazy, (laughs) like, signs and wonders ministry. And, you know, I, here you go. She's, they had a lot of things over there that was, like, great and a whole lot of things that was foolishness. However, I will say this. One thing that she said Mm -hmm. is, I don't just set aside, I don't just set aside a time to just pray and that's it she said prayer for me is like breathing she says so as you breathe it's like unconsciously that's how prayer should be can i say something you were talking earlier about using god's original name and we know that like kanye has adopted the yi but yi was originally like the way that it was said and and one of the reasons yeah and one of the reasons was is the y is an exhale and the e is an inhale so people are unconsciously saying god's name just in the mere breath and I love that sentiment, like, you know, uh, that even in just the last moment of your life when you really can't say anything else and you could be like a, it's just the the breath is the word of God. Hallelujah. And I mean, I honestly, like, if anything we said today, I'd love to like end on that note because this isn't, this is a never ending conversation and I would love to talk to you more and more and we need to have you back on the show. And especially because you are like smack dab in the middle of your discovery journey. I know it like you're finding so much new stuff. Every time I see you, there's a new piece of media or a new art form or a new something that you're touching. And it makes it so fun to be your fan, Mohart. And where can your fans find you online? Because I want to make sure everybody else uh, could be could be a witness to this journey. Um, I predominantly on social I'm predominantly on social media. That's what it's called. Social media. I'm predominantly on Instagram um, and TikTok. Um, I do not use Twitter. Um, YouTube shorts, but not really. I do have content up there, but you pred- predominantly can find me on Instagram and on Amazon Music's The Walk-In. Which the Instagram That's handle? right. The Walk-In. Uh, I am Mo Hart. I am Mo, M-O-H-E-R-T. Not like Kevin Hart, but H-E-R-T, like the one that's pumping in your body. <laughs> oh, we are so grateful, Mo Hart, for having you here, uh, pumping your heart all over this show. Because we, like, I've been dying to have you on here, and it really is a, a dose of, uh, it's a prayer answered. I'll say it. It's a prayer answered. Mm, Thank you for opening yeah. up to us and for being vulnerable and for being you, Mo Hart. I, I resonated with your video so much when, when you 
question brought that question forth and it's such a question that so many of us who are coming out of religious indoctrination struggle with and it takes time and it and for those of us who know the holy spirit it takes time with listening and sitting and being with the Holy Spirit to give us that next direction, that next step to take and to liberate ourselves from that religious indoctrination. And so thank you for continuing that conversation because it's relevant. And thank you for posing the question. Um, and, you know, just continue to sit with that, with the spirit, Mo, and I know that you're going to be in good hands. So thank you for, for that. I appreciate and it. Mo, you've you've agreed you've uh, graciously agreed to open us up in prayer. But before we do that, I'd like to ask our listeners for your tithe, love offering, charity, act of good this week. We wanted to highlight a great organization that has helped so many queer Christians deal with their upbringing and helping them to form a faith that is real and not based on hating themselves. It's called Q Christian Fellowship. Danny and I have been there for their conferences before, and it's just a really truly a loving community of people who are just figuring it out all together in hands with the Holy Ghost. That's correct. You are not alone. So check them out at qchristian.org. Now, you may have followers, but if your followers are not actively engaging with each other, learning from each other, and vibing regularly, then you don't have a community. So please reach out to us. We want to know that you're there. We're here too. We want to feel your presence. So now we'd like to close in prayer. So please bow your heads unless you're driving because Jesus can't actually take the wheel. Uh, Mo Hart. Would you like to open us up in prayer? <laughs> uh, Holy Spirit, we say thank you for your presence. We say thank you for your goodness and how you love us. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would reveal yourself to us. Open up the eyes of our understanding that we may see you rightly. Holy Spirit, for every queer person under the sound of my voice that struggles, that feels condemned, that feels ashamed. Holy Spirit, you do not, you did not give us shame. You did not give us a spirit of fear. Father, you give us a spirit of love. Father, your perfect love casts out all fear. Father, we say thank you that we are accepted in the beloved and you hold us in the bosom of the Father and you never let go. Father, we thank you that we are your children and whom you are well pleased. So, Father, we thank you and we ask that you would be with us today. Amen. And God, we give thanks. We give thanks and praise for your beloved child, Mo Hart, that their vulnerability is opening up people's hearts and minds, that young queer kids can know that they're beloved and that they can have a fabulous life because of Mo Hart's example. Continue to keep Mo strong, vocal, visible, and beloved. Yes, and we pray with Jesse for his friend Will. We pray for healing and strength. Surround Will with love and community and healing energy. And we all give thanks also that jay found our community let him know yes, that jay. you heart him <laughs> and that he has a community <laughs> of love and sending hearts even mo hearts thank you so much and amen thank you for listening to another episode of yash jesus you can find us on social media at yash jesus pod or on our website at yashjesuspod.com. now if you like the show please support us with a tiny little donation or a big one uh, we've set up a patreon account where you can become a supporter and you can also make a one-time donation through our buy me a coffee button both of those can be found in the show notes and on our website at yashjesuspod.com. now if you ain't got no money honey please don't worry about it just leave us a review or share us with a friend those five stars on apple Podcasts really help spread yash jesus to those who might need to hear it 
You can now leave an audio prayer request or a praise report on our website, Praise and Rage, at yasjesuspod.com. We would love to share your voice and your prayers on the show, so drop us a line or send us a recording on yasjesuspod.com. Yeah, send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, episode ideas, guest ideas, or even just to I heart you, because we want to hear from you. Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Tenderheart Bear, Danny Franzese. And Azariah Southworth, music, sound, editing, and all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by the freaking Deacon Ross Murray and Lady Boss Meredith Polly. Our sugar daddies are Nathaniel N. and John H. We want you to join them, so visit the Yes Jesus Patreon right now. This episode is brought to you by World of Wonder. We are streaming and screaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And honey, you cute little thing listening, God loves you just as you are. So keep praising the Lord, y'all.